What's good, everybody? Hopefully, you're having a wonderful and blessed day. Welcome to another episode of the GamerFlex Podcast, a podcast where you could be able to enjoy your favorite video games while also making sure your health and fitness is a priority as well. Welcome, welcome to episode 35. I know it's been a minute since the last episode. I apologize. I don't, you know what? I've been doing this a lot. I've been doing a lot of apologizing, but hey, you know, when I make mistakes or when I'm not consistent, I own up to them. And I have good reasons, okay? You know, I'm not making any excuses. I have legitimate reasons to, and, you know, and we're going to discuss that later in the podcast. But I appreciate you guys for coming through. Thank you guys so much for the continued support. You guys have been listening to me on your favorite podcast platforms. And shout out to you guys that have been watching me on, on YouTube. In case you guys don't know, I do a video format of this uh, podcast. If you guys like to check that out also, check out my YouTube. It'll be down below uh, in the description box of your favorite uh, podcast platforms. Shout out to all you guys on YouTube. Appreciate you guys giving my YouTube channel some love. I know, it, look, it's, it's been a struggle for YouTube. It, just, it really just has been. You know, I've really found my place as far as content creator on Twitch and on IGTV. But you know, I you know I found new form motivation to do a video version of the podcast. I always think that's you know excellent. You know to get you know the reach out there too. Plus, people do like you know watching the video version of it. And you know with the amazing equipment that I've been blessed to have, thanks to a lot of you guys that listen and support, why not use it? You know, so check it out. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thank you guys so much. We got a, a lot to talk about. A lot of gaming stuff to talk about. A lot of fitness things to talk about just a lot of real life things to talk about it I, I, you know it's a gaming and work a fitness podcast but life is you know is definitely something that we have to talk about we just have to but you guys know how we do it um you guys in case you guys this is your first time here because you know i'm trying to get better at this podcast things hello my name is ace of all trades so welcome to my podcast welcome to the solo podcast um we got a lot to talk about but you guys know how we start off the uh the first part of the podcast we like to do the mental wellness check um and for those of you guys that don't know few episodes ago i really started doing a mental wellness check uh every time i do a podcast because i feel like it's a great way to get that discussion out there that mental health is something that's very important i mean i go through it i have my own mental health issues i suffer from anxiety also can be a very paranoid trust me uh <laughs> my line name from my fraternity is paranoia it's paranoia for a reason um and i feel like having these discussions is always a great thing too and i know if i'm going through it i know somebody out there could be going through it also so why not speak about you know prior my experiences and what i go through right now and i mean you know with everything still going on with the covid i mean here in the states and throughout the entire world i mean let's be honest how people are handling COVID-19 right now, we're going to be dealing with the pandemic for a very long time. I do pray to hope that, you know, that we have something as far as a vaccine is concerned uh, very soon where it can, um, you know, be applied to everyone as soon as possible. But of course, that's still going to take time. So we can only pray and go from there. And you know, we transition over to some stuff that I like to do for mental wellness check. First and foremost, uh, you know, I, my wife does it a lot. I do it a lot too. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a God-fearing man. Um, you know, I you know, have been of the faith. And, you know, I try to study scripture, talk to God all the time. I'm literally praying all the time. I talk to God all the time about my internal struggles, things that, I, you know, I'm going through with my wife, things I'm going through as a soon-to-be father, things that are going on in my real life, you know, just things as far as, like, 
finances, careers, concern, even just discussing stuff with my goals, all of that. So, um, so something that helps me with my mental wellness is is my faith and you know speaking to God. Um, and I, you know, I truly do, do believe that um, um, speaking to God really does help and learning and studying the Bible. So I, I, you know, I will never push my religion onto you or anyone that's currently listening. But I speak from my experience and I speak from what I know helps with my mental health and my um, mental wellness. And, you know, I, I encourage you to um, speak about uh, learn the Bible. Uh, speak to somebody that you know in your family that, you know, is God fearing that, you know, looks at scripture, you know, goes to church, uh, virtually, of course, with everything right now with the pandemic, or just, just try to learn some information about God. I mean, I mean, God, the Bible's everywhere. And I mean, you can look at, look it up online, all that, all it just, it, all it takes is you just to find a little motivation. And that really does help me uh, when it comes to mental wellness, um, and with my mental health, praying and, you know, studying the Bible and looking over at scripture. Cause it's like, you can, you can apply scripture to a lot of things that go on in life. And I encourage you to check, take a look at that. Also things that I use for mental wellness that I try to help with my mental, my own personal mental health or my, my, my friends and loved ones. Um, communicating, communication is key. You guys, I cannot stress that enough, no matter how bad or how good, whatever the information may be, communication is key. Um, and just for those that don't realize how much communication is key, look, you can't help somebody if you don't communicate to them. Like if you can't be helped if you don't communicate to people that you need help. And I know it can be very tough, especially during these times with the pandemic, with people kind of staying away from a lot of physical, like, you know, a lot of physical, like, I can't even think of my words. I apologize. Physical interaction, interaction. There you go. It, it's tough. You know, I'm blessed and lucky to have my wife that I can get to wake up to every day. Even though tomorrow is never promised, I get to wake up to my wife, you know. And th- thankfully, you know, with safety procedures, of course, and being precautious and whatnot, I'm still able to see both my parents uh, majority of the time. I mean, I'm safe about it. I keep my distance. I wear my mask. I wear, My mom wears her mask. My dad wears his mask. And, you know, I'm able to see them. But I can understand how it can be very difficult to not being around a lot of people because we're humans. We need physical uh, interaction. We need to be around people. And it's tough to, to be around people at this point in time with the pandemic. And just to be safe for everybody else's sa- uh, sa- uh, sake, not just your own, you kind of have to eliminate that right now. And, you know, trust me, I still do. I'm still weary about being around my parents. I still try to do the procedures as much as I can. I'm very cautious, you know, with me and my wife having to go to tons of doctor's appointments and being around a bunch of doctors and people because of our son and because my wife is pregnant, you know, that's something that we have to do for her health and his health. And, you know, we have to try to protect ourselves as much as possible. So I can only imagine like how it must feel for people to have to go through, um, you know, the pandemic and be away from people. Me personally, I don't necessarily suffer from lack of physical uh, interaction because I'm a, I'm a homebody and, you know, I use technology to my advantage, you know, your FaceTimes, your Discord, things along those lines. But I'm everyone is not me. Uh, my wife has to deal with, you know, dealing with uh, the less physical interaction. So I've seen what it's like and it's not fun. So I feel for you guys out there and I encourage you to try to just Use technology to your advantage. I understand that physical presence is needed. We're human. I understand it. 
but use technology to your advantage when you can and just kind of learn to adapt and go from there. I promise you one thing, things will be better and the precaution and safety that you're doing now will be better off in the long run. I know it's growing mentally. I know it's growing physically, but you'll think, I promise you, you and your family will thank yourself later on down the road. So just keep that in mind. But remember, communication is key. Communicating with your friends, texting, calling, FaceTiming, um, a simple text, a simple hello, a simple how you doing is always something that you know will make somebody's day. You never know, and especially in these times. So make sure you're communicating with your friends, family, and loved ones. Make sure you let them know that you love them. Make sure you let them know that you appreciate them and let them know that, hey, we're going through this together, that your door is always open. Even if you're super busy, just letting them know that they have an outlet because sometimes some people need that outlet to be able to express themselves and be able to let them know what's going on. Yo, and look, as men, you know, and sorry, ladies, I'm talking to the men at this moment. So uh, just take a listen. And I, I promise you, you'll enjoy what I have to say. Look, men, we have to just get out of this mindset that it's not okay to communicate about our emotions, about our feelings, about our mental wellness, about things that we are currently going through and trying to be struggling with. Look, even as a man, me, I am trying to do my best to be open better. Like I'm trying to be open with you guys, the listeners, the viewers, the people that watch on the YouTube version, the people that listen to me on uh, their favorite podcast platforms. And I'm trying to get better at opening up with more than just my intermediate family. And when I mean that, I mean my mother and my father and my wife. You know, I'm, I'm trying to get better at opening up with my best friends. I'm trying to get better opening up with my fraternity brothers and trying to get better at opening up with the members of my kingdom for, for church. And, you know, and it's very difficult, but it takes time. You know, I think time truly does heal all wounds, but it does get very difficult to express yourself. But you actually have to take that leap of faith and try to learn to communicate and open up. And as men, look, I get it. We're very prideful understandable I, my pride is a lot I, I but I have learned as a 30 year old man and from prior experiences that sometimes you just have to let go of your pride and get out of your selfish nature that's one thing that I have learned but from you know studying the Bible from my own peer uh, you know my own experience uh, with just around my wife around my friends and family is that I gotta. I had to let go of my pride, and I had to let go of my selfish nature because, look, I get it. You want to handle things on your own. You you don't want people to know that you're struggling. You don't want to let people know that you're going through some tough times. It's like, ah, I, I gotta keep this in house. I gotta keep this in with just me. I gotta. I, I, I just. I just can't let it out. Trust me, it's gonna tear you down inside. I'm going through it. Yes. There's a lot of things that you guys don't know about that I'm still learning to try to be open with you guys about because some things it's just not your business. But you know, I'm trying to get better with that. And I'm telling you from experience, it breaks you down. And my wife has seen me break down before because I don't communicate a lot of things that are going on. And as far as mental wellness is concerned and mental health is very 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 important for you guys to learn to open up and communicate and not keep things in so men let's eliminate that whole machismo big manly macho type of thing that you can't express yourself you can express yourself and still be an alpha you can express yourself and still be a man you can express yourself and still be the head of your household but you got to learn to express yourself and talk to your loved ones because your loved ones can't help you if you don't communicate with them. And I'm, tr I'm telling you, you're going to feel much better because of it.
All right, sorry to get deep into that, but that's something that's very important. And you know, I can't talk about health and fitness if I don't talk about mental health. Another thing, a more positive thing, video games. Video games is something that is very, sorry for you guys watching the YouTube video uh, version of it, the camera had to focus. Uh, video games is something that helps us out tremendously, especially me. So I'm going to talk about it all the time. I'm going to talk about video games. I'm going to express myself and my, my passion for video games because video games has truly helped me out tremendously mentally. And with the next gen consoles coming up, whoo boy. Now, yes, me personally, I'm gonna be knee deep in diapers. And that's a blessing too, you know, with my son being born soon. Literally, his due date is Tuesday. So, prayfully, he's out before Tuesday. Cause then, if not, my wife has to be induced. And we'll talk about it a little bit later in the podcast. That's another thing that I talked about life that we have to talk about. But for everyone else that doesn't have a child on the way, next-gen consoles will be here in literally less than two weeks. That Xbox Series X, that Xbox Series S, that PlayStation 5 physical, and a PlayStation 4, I mean PlayStation 5 digital, will be out. Now, of course, because of the pandemic and because of things that we're currently going through, you may not be able to get the next-gen console. Understandable. Do what you can, protect yourself, Financially, get it when you can. And just because, you know, it's next gen and a lot of your homies might be going next gen, don't mean there's not no other games that are not coming out. There's still a plethora of games coming out. I mean, my God, a lot of the Sony PlayStation 5 games that we thought was only exclusive to PS5 gonna be coming out for the PS4 Pro. So if you wanna get it on PS4, then cool, get it. You got your Assassin's Creed. You got your you got your uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. You got a lot of games that are coming out that are gonna be able to get it on current gen and next gen. And we'll talk about that a little bit, but video games is definitely something that can help your mental health. And last and certainly not least, fitness. You already know your boy loves fitness, loves sports, loves being active, loves my running, my crossroad jump roping, my lifting weights, uh, uh, Pilates. Yo, don't deny it till you try it, y'all. Pilates is fire. Shout out to Abby, my friend and trainer. She, oh man, Abby's amazing. She truly does help me out tremendously as far as Pilates. And she tr she challenges me a lot. And I love to be challenged it's mentally and physically. But man, I mean, Pilates are killer on a core but it's great workout it's great mentally because like i think it's a great mental workout because you have to relax yourself you have to truly focus you have to focus on strengthening your core you have to focus on stretching and all of that and fitness is a great outlet if you got a lot of negative energy pent up take that negative energy and put it into fitness and i promise you Physically and mentally, you guys will feel so much better. But that has been another mental health wellness check. I always do these on the podcast. I will continue to do them as long as there's air in my body. Look, it's very important, mental health. Mental health is truly important, and I will continue to talk about it with you guys. And, you know, I'm a huge advocate behind it. I don't care who thinks and laughs at me, who, uh, who, um, who may shame me, who may make fun of me because I talk about emotions and feelings and everything like that, but I'm a man. Look, I am human and mental health is very important. So just keep that in mind and I hope that mental wellness check help you guys out as it does help me too because I'm very, it, podcasting is very therapeutic. Flock will tell you, I talk a lot. 
Shut up, Flop. <laughs> but, <laughs> but seriously, it this is therapeutic for me. And it really does help. You know, I tell, tell my wife all this all the time. Um, podcasting has truly been able to help me open up also. So this is this is amazing. And I thank you guys for that. Uh, those of you listening, those of you guys are watching me in your video format. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let me get a sip of my tea real quick and we can continue. Yo, speaking of teas, you guys, not sponsored, just saying, get yourself some herbal tea. Me and my wife love our herbal tea. It doesn't have to be caffeine in them. It's caffeine free. But try getting some herbal tea in early in the morning and at late at night too. It helps calm you down. Um, it has natural flavors. It has antioxidants in some of them, and it's really good for your body. Um, and it's 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 really good, like for real, for real. And plus, during these times with COVID and everything like that, you know, having something that's lukewarm to a little bit of hot, it can be very soothing for your throat too. It can actually really can help you with your health also. So I encourage you guys to try some out, some herbal tea out. Um, you know, it's really good. It's pretty inexpensive. I get the celestial uh, uh, version of it. Uh, it's kind of like celestial and it's like different, like they have like a whole bunch of like celestial seasoning seasons and they have like a whole bunch of different flavors that are pretty awesome. So the tea that I have right now is called Bingo Spice and it's delicious. Uh, but I say check it out. It, it, it I'm telling you, can't hurt you. It, it, and I would say get it caffeine free. Uh, and it's really good. Try doing some herbal teas every now and then. I'll say in the morning and at night. It's really, really good. Promise you. It'll help lower your blood pressure too. Um, that chamomile is really good. Green tea. Um, it really be good for your digestive system and it's really good for you. I promise you guys, you guys won't be uh, disappointed. Now, enough about tea. Let's talk about something real quick. So I said to you guys in this podcast that we're going to talk about life. And, you know, we talk about it all the time, but, you know, I, you know, I debriefed my uh subscribers over on twitch the emerald gang shout out to the emerald gang to listen to the podcast y- y'all rock i appreciate y'all and all y'all support for real for real you, you you be holding your boy down thank you um but it's time for me to debrief you guys and i've been th- i've been letting you guys know like you know casually but it's getting real those of you guys that may not and maybe new to the first time to the the podcast uh, I'm about to be a soon-to-be father, and when I say I'm about to be a soon-to-be father, my kid can literally come right now. Even at this time of recording, right now, I am constantly looking at my phone to see if my wife is going to text me or give me a call to say, babe, it's time for us to go. Your son is on his way. Literally since last Tuesday at the time of this recording, uh, my wife has entered a stage of pregnancy where she can go into labor at any minute. And what I mean by that, without being given a lot of information, she's been she's dilated. She's not dilated to the point of where she needs to be at the hospital immediately or at this moment, but she, the process is beginning. Her body is starting to get ready to have a child. And with that being said, Dorian, my son, will be born. Uh, well, his due date is November 3rd, and that's this Tuesday, y'all. So things is getting real. I mean, it's already got real. I mean, you see my wife's belly developing, getting bigger. You know, I've shared some of the dry uh, pictures of the drive-by baby shower we did, thanks to, um, you know, members of the church, my brother and sister-in-law, you know, my parents and everything, which was such a blessing, an amazing time. Um, you know, we were able to do a, do a drive-by baby shower, but things really getting real, like for real, for real, for real. Like my son could be here at any moment. 
the next time that I do this podcast, my son will be here. So that's as, as real as it gets. And with that being said, I've already kind of debriefed my chat as far as Twitch is concerned um, about the consistency because I've been pretty active and consistent with Twitch. I've been able to stream at least three times a week. Um, and, you know, I've been blessed to be able to have that opportunity and, you know, be able to, you know, play some video games, discuss some fitness things, show them guys, show them some GamerFlex workouts, do some GamerFlex workout breakdowns. But when my son gets here, those streams are going to dwindle for a, for a minute. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to probably, I'm not probably, I am. There's going to be, I'm going to go on hiatus as far as streaming is concerned because I got to take care of Dorian. I got to take care of my wife. So with that being said, you guys that listen to me on your favorite podcast platform and on a YouTube version of this, I am going to still do GamerFlex podcast because there are going to be times where I am going to need me time. Just like my wife is going to have to have her time and I'm going to have to do diaper duty and hang out with my son. And look, I'm not complaining. Like I said, he's a blessing. I'm looking forward to it. I'm nervous. I'm scared. I'm excited. I'm anxious. I'm a whole bunch of emotions. But, you know, I'm going to have to utilize the time that is going to be allotted to me during those times. And with that being said. You know, me and my wife have had this discussion and, you know, communication is key in any relationship, you know, married or, you know, just, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Communication is key. Even in friendship, communication is key. And I've already communicated with my wife that, you know, I still personally need to still be able to work out. I do. Now, the times that I work out may be different. I'm going to go around my wife's and my son's schedule and my own work schedule, but I'm going to have to get it done because mentally and physically, it's something that's good for me and it's good for my health and it's something that helps me to still feel like myself, to still feel like Frank. And that is something that's going to be my time. But of course, in the event that something goes on and I need to help my wife, I am going to help my wife. That's just, you know. A marriage is a partnership. Can't leave anybody slacking. I can't leave my son slacking. I can't leave my wife slacking. But fitness is gonna be is still something that's gonna be consistent for me. Now my times might be different, of course, and that's normal. But I'm trying to do all that I can to fight this dad bod. I'm just gonna keep it real with you. Mental mental wise, workouts, and like I said in the mental wellness check, fitness has truly been something that helps me mental wellness wise, uh, mental health wise, and that's something I want to continue to do. But I'm gonna be real. I'm trying to fight that dad vibe. And it's not just because of if I stop working out, I'm gonna get a dad vibe because it's what I put in my body too. Diet is key. Diet is 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 a very pivotal key. But that's something that I know that I need. Just like I know my wife is gonna need some time to herself too. So with that being said, you still will get GamerFlex workouts out of me over on my uh, on my IG and on my Twitter page. So make sure you follow me there. Links of, of all that will be down below. Um, and I will still be doing GamerFlex podcasts. Of course, I will be keeping up with the news. Now, I might be a little late on it, but I will still be doing that. I will be telling you guys more experiences as far as, you know, fitness is concerned. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm probably going to insert some segments in the podcast where I talk about being a first-time father i feel like you know it's it would be pretty cool to be able to video log my experiences with my son and the different the things that me and my wife go through as first-time parents and you know raising a, a child in this these times i feel like it would be therapeutic for me but i also feel like 
some of you guys that are listening might be first time fathers yourself soon you know something that more we can relate with or since sometimes those of you guys that are listening are women that will be first time mothers and you can hear it from a man's perspective like i really want to talk about that stuff so i'm probably going to start inserting some of that stuff into the podcast and i mean it still does fit the gaming and fitness uh portion of it and more the fitness of course because you know i'm gonna have to dis- i'm gonna have to really be crucial on the time a lot of time that i have to work out in between times when i need to go do something for my son or do something for my wife so i'm gonna go into more details about that later when it happens like i said uh prayfully the next time that i do this podcast i will be a father and you know and dorian will be here maybe you'll hear him in the background hopefully not <laughs> but uh yeah so i'm gonna start talking about that more often and uh let you guys know more on, on a later date okay you guys so before we continue with the podcast let me just go ahead and just explain in the video version why you see me in a different outfit and also why it seems like it's darker out so at the time of the recording four and a half five hours ago um going through the podcast was going through the topics you know we just got done talking about dorian our 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 son and you know the daddy experience and making sure to utilize the time that i have because i'm gonna be very busy even more busy than i am when my son gets here and my wife knocks on the door and she says i got i gotta talk to you so immediately i get up out of the chair and code red we thought it was about to go down my wife had some concerns and we headed directly to the hospital. Prayfully, and thank God, everything was okay. We were fine. It was a false alarm. Dorian isn't here. I might have to sign him up for basketball because that boy be pump faking like ever. My wife had some, in, uh, some internal concerns, and I look at it like this. It's a blessing that her and Dorian's okay. You know, of course, you know, if he would have been born today, that would have been a blessing as long as you know my wife and dorian's okay and that's all that matters but it was a false alarm but they're okay my wife's concerns everything's normal her she is okay dorian's okay and i'm okay and that's all that really matters as long as my wife and my son's okay we're good so now we can get back to the podcast (laughs) so those of you guys that are listening to me on your favorite podcast platforms you won't see a difference you might hear a little bit of a difference not really but visually you're not going to see anything because you're not watching but you guys on the youtube version are going to clearly see this dude change and yes i did because it was i hey I packed, the, I had all the bags already ready, all, everything was in the car, I was all ready to go, um, I, I had everything, I even took my flask out from the fridge, because when my son is born, and, my, and I get the okay from the doctor, my son is born, that he's okay, and my wife's okay, I'm taking a shot, a celebratory shot, to celebrate my son being born, because I haven't drank in over 200 plus days, my last time I had any type of alcohol was March 7th. 2020 so uh yeah so we we she had some concerns and we were like you know what let's just go ahead and go and let's treat it like if dorian was going to be born so we took everything everything but she's okay dorian's fine she's resting right now so we're good 
That means we can finish with the uh, with the uh, with the podcast. You know, what? it's so funny because when I was talking and I was going over everything, I literally said, "Oh, it would be funny if you hear Dorian in the background, but not really." And I start laughing. And I take a sip of my water, and then literally, my wife comes in and knocks in the door, like, "Hey, I gotta talk to you." So, but yeah, funny how things turns up. But everything's okay, so that's all that matters. Now. This is something that I have been looking forward to telling you guys, and I am glad that it's time for me to discuss it. Actually, still today, Saturday, October 31st, Halloween, um, it is official. Myself and Gamer Subs are officially partnering, and I am an official partner of Gamer Subs. Um, I'm, I'm super ecstatic. I am truly happy, and I'm truly blessed for the opportunity. Um, and I am just, I'm, 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 I'm very humbled and I am a very appreciative. So, uh, shout out to gamer subs. Also shout out to the homie TBH, because to be honest with you, if it wasn't, uh, ha, you get it to be honest with you, but nah, seriously, if it wasn't for TBH, um, it, I wouldn't have had any more. I wouldn't have had the knowledge that I've acquired from, uh, gamer subs. I wouldn't have had the ability to be able to try it out and test it out for two and a half months and you know putting them on my radar and everything and everything that we do here at gamerflex i you know it, it just it, i felt like it worked but it wouldn't have happened um if tbh w- would have never been uh involved at all um and uh, he is an official partner with gamer subs also so no matter what i've all i'm always going to support my boys and everything and and you know i give credit when credit is due and you know the guys over at gamer subs really did uh like my enthusiasm they like what we do here at gamer flex they like the workouts they also like of course that i'm a gamer but it wasn't just them it wasn't just because of them but it was also because of tbh so i appreciate that and i thank tbh for that and i'm super excited about being a, a gamer subs partner so with that being it said you know or being said if you guys want to get some free things to celebrate uh, the partnership between myself and Gamer Subs, there will be a link in the description below for the YouTube version of this and also your on your favorite podcast platform version of it. All you got to do is just click the link, which is my referral link, and go directly to um, and order you some free samples. And it's free. All you got to do is just put code ACEFREE and you'll get free shipping on um, your shipment. And I have a few, a few uh, things to give out for free in uh, in celebration of the partnership between myself and Gamer Subs. So all you guys guys got to do is just click the link, show your boys some love, show you some support. Go click the link, go get you some free stuff. Use code Ace Free to get free shipping. And if you if interested in some of the products already, and you already have had Gamer Subs, either trying it through myself or trying it through TBH, use my code simply ace and you can get 10% off on your um, purchase so this has been kind of in the workings for a while now but I didn't want to say anything only a few people and only actually only G uh, only uh, TBH really knew and uh, my wife knew but I didn't want to go and sign with um, gamer subs yet until I had adequate time with the product you know i don't want to support a product that i don't have you know if i don't want to, i don't want to represent a product if i if i don't take the product myself or i don't want to represent a product that i don't like myself like you see the chair behind me 
those of you guys are watching me in the video version, you know, Arazi. Arazi, as, as a, a, the Swedish company, has been an amazing uh, partner with them. They have done GI right for the most part. They have been very business related and they really took care of us. And I wouldn't just tell you guys to go get 10% off using the code GI at their store if I didn't truly believe it. I mean, I've had the chair for over three years and the chair is in great, great quality still nothing's wrong with the chair at all it's not deteriorating and everything's a good chair and awesome quality it feels amazing so you know that and i've had the product for over three years so just like that for gamer subs i take it the same way um you know i tried the product for over two months i utilized the uh, pro the energy drink um i first got uh, tried it out when i found out that it was keto friendly so there's no sugars in it at all it's even got antioxidants in it and there's no ch like chalky residue or anything and it goes down smooth and more importantly it's delicious and affordable and after trying it out for two months i was like yo i could really get behind this company i could you know i feel like what gamer subs is doing could go uh, work along the side of gamer flex and what we do here and you know i'm just happy that it, it went through and the paperwork got taken care of and everything and i'm looking forward to you know uh doing some things with gamer subs i do have some things planned out and of course you know depending on if i have the time to do it sooner rather than later um i will be doing some stuff with them um, i actually going to be filming something soon and i look forward for you guys to seeing it it's going to be awesome you guys are truly going to be able to enjoy it and yeah Gamerflex workouts are powered by Gamer Subs, you guys. So if you guys want to be fast like myself, you want to get a little bit of energy boost when you're feeling down, where you don't want to have like that after effect or that before effect of like a, a pre-workout, because this isn't a pre-workout, but a nice subtle boost of energy, check out Gamer Subs, use code ACE, get 10% off on, on your, uh, your purchase. And if you want some free stuff, use code ACEFREE for free shipping and get you guys some free samples right now. Link will be down below. Shout out to gamer subs. Alright. Well, that was kind of an ad, but not really an ad, but I was just letting you guys know your boy's partnered by gamer subs. Anyways, let's go ahead and get to it. Uh oops, sorry, I hit the mic. Uh, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and talk about the free games right now. So I'm looking at my notes right now. So we got some free games in uh the beginning of November. Uh, which you know, November is actually gonna have some free games for the PS5 and the Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S also. So we got you're gonna have current gen and next gen consoles. So right now for PS Plus, so PS Plus for um, the free games in November. So Buck Snacks will be released on November 12th on the PS5 and the PS4. The PS5 version is actually going to be free for PS Plus subscribers. So you'll be able to get that. You're also on PS4, you're gonna be able to get Hollow Knight Void Heart Edition. You're gonna get Middle Earth Shadow of War. And man, if you guys haven't had a chance to play Middle Earth Shadow of War, I definitely suggest you guys get it. Um, the Nemesis system is just ridiculous. And just briefly, the Nemesis system, the way it works is, if you see an enemy, and let's just say in Mordor, and let's say that you get defeated by this enemy. Well, this enemy is going to rank up, is going to get more powerful, and if they need, and they might take the leader position if you took taken out the leader already, and they're gonna remember you when you can't, when you come back to fight them and say some slick stuff too. So that was actually pretty awesome. So I would say definitely check that out. So you got Hollow Knight and you got Middle Earth Shadow of War, and then for PS5 and PS no PS5 version only, 
bucks next for the ps5 so that's going to be the ps plus free for november now the new games with gold for uh xbox games for gold you're gonna have argon uh argami uh shadow edition and swim sanity um and then for your backwards compatibility you're gonna have full spectrum warrior and legos indiana jones um i mean to be honest with you uh, you know xbox games for gold typically don't really have the best games i mean game uh xbox game pass has some cool games and everything like that but for free games um you know their games for gold is not really typically good the lego indiana jones would be pretty good i think any of the lego series um especially the themed ones always are pretty good so i would say uh definitely go check that out but uh yeah and it doesn't look like there's anything for the xbox i mean the xbox series x right now and i forgot to bring this up so let me check all right so it looks like we don't have it up here we go Ooh. all right at the time of this recording i do not see anything that's coming up for the nintendo switch but i'm sure that's subject to change but just right now, just off of a quick look. So with that being said, we can actually go ahead and move on. So yeah, there's, I'm sure there's gonna be some games uh, for the Nintendo Switch Online that you can be able to get. You know, if you're a Nintendo Switch, if you're a Nintendo Online subscriber, you get NES and SNES games uh, that come directly to like an emulator that you get on your, you know, on your on your Switch. Uh, so you usually get free games. So at this time of recording, I don't see anything at first glance. Um, if there are anything, I'll let you guys know at a later date. So, you know, next gen consoles, you guys, Xbox Series X, Xbox Series X, and the PlayStation 5 digital and the PlayStation 5 physical will be upon us November 10th uh, for uh, Xbox and November 12th for PS5. So we're going to go over some games that are going to be coming out, some, some big name games that I'm going to go over with you real quick as far as games going to be released in November. And these are going to be big games. Like if you want to see all the lists to just, you know, search November games 2020, but I'm going to just go over some big games right now. So um, coming out November 6th for the PlayStation 4, Xbox One and PC, you have Dirt 5. Uh, <laughs> that only reason why I bring up Dirt is because it's been, you know, <laughs> it's been in uh it's been in conversations because of how it looked like on the xbox series x i believe and it didn't really look that good um you have um assassin's creed valhalla which will be coming out for the xbox series x xbox series s playstation 4 xbox one stadia and pc for november 10th that's a big game and i definitely recommend you guys checking that out when you get if you get a chance to if you're a fan of the assassin's creed series and if you've been a fan of the last two especially with origins and odyssey um you're gonna have destiny 2 beyond light which is gonna be some uh, some more DLC for Destiny 2. It's gonna be coming out on the Series X and Series X, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, November 10th. Um, you got the Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition. We saw that during, um, I believe they did a, uh, a trailer for that during Microsoft's conference. That's gonna be coming out on the Series X and S, November 10th. Dirt 5, November 10th uh, for Series X and X. Um, Fortnite, only reason why I bring up Fortnite is because they're gonna have a new engine. And they're going to have race tracing in it for the Xbox and a PlayStation. I believe that's going to be coming out for the Xbox November 10th. Um, you're going to have 
uh, for Forza Horizon 4 uh, for the Series X and S, November 10th. You're going to have Gears 5, Xbox Series S and uh, X, um, Gears Tactics, November 10th. Jeez, there's a lot of things coming out on no November 10th. I'm just going to go over some more of the bigger things. Um, you're going to have Marvel, Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Ooh, I can't wait. I got that pre-ordered. I can't wait. Um, that one's going to be coming out November 12th, the same day as the PS5 release. So, you know, I'm going to have that that same day. So, I might be able to get 30 minutes in, depending if Dorian allows his daddy to play some games. But knowing him, he won't. <laughs> uh, you also get Sackboy, uh, a big adventure for the PS5 and the PS4. That's same with uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, I, I'll have that also because, you know, my wife plays video games with me. And I actually just in the mail today got my dual, uh, not my uh, charger uh, stand for my, for my PS5 controllers. Uh, my dual sense, I got to get used to saying that. That's actually, you know, the reason why I got that is because my wife and I do play games. So I got another dual sense controller for her too. And we're going to be playing um, Sackboy for sure. I mean, I'm a huge uh, Little Big Planet f fan. Play the first three. So I'm, I'm gonna definitely going to play the, this one with my wife. That's, you know, that's a game that, you know, you can play with your, you know, your significant other and stuff like that. So, you know, find ways to be able to, you know, even if your significant other may be not into gaming and stuff like that, but, you know, they're down to earth and, you know, just like you try to do new things with them, they try to do things with your hobby also. Try, you know, try to introduce it and everything. And plus, she likes, she likes playing games. Like, she enjoys it. Like, she knows it makes me happy, but she thoroughly is happy about it too. So we're going to be playing Sackboy for sure. Um, Watch Dogs Legion comes out on uh, November 12th uh, for the PlayStation 5. Actually, Watch Dogs Legion is out right now, um, and we're going to be doing a review on Watch Dogs Legion in a little bit, uh, but that's currently out for current gen right now. And that is it as far as, um, as far as new games coming out in November. New big games, because like I said before, with the Xbox Series X and S, and a PlayStation 5, there's going to be a lot of things that come out, um, and there's going to be some things from previous, from this current gen going over to the next gen also, so you're going to have that release. So that is the games that are coming out uh, for uh, November, at least the big ones. Now, with that being said, um, we got to talk about something, you guys. Once again, unfortunately, CD Projekt Red has delayed cyberpunk 2077 again and let me get some water real quick so i gotta definitely gotta say something y'all didn't see that i really just draw water on myself whatever all right you guys so cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed again it's actually going to be delayed for 21 days so the new release right now is december 10th and i want to read um, and directly from the Twitter post and then we'll go into brief details about it and go from there and it reads hey everyone today we decided to move the release date of cyberpunk 2077 by 21 days the new release date is December 10th most likely there are many emotions and questions in your head duh um, so first and foremost please accept our humble apologies the biggest challenge for us right now is shipping the game on current gen, next gen, and PC at the same time, which requires us to prepare and test nine versions of it, Xbox One slash X, compatibility for the Xbox Series S, X, PS4, 
Pro compatibility on PS5, PC, and Stadia while working from home. Since Cyberpunk 2077 evolved towards almost being a next-gen title somewhere along the way, we need to make sure that everything works well and every version runs smoothly. We're aware it might seem unrealistic when someone says that 21 days can make a difference in such a massive and complex game, but they really do. Alright, I'm not going to read that thing fully because it's a long paragraph, a long statement, but long story short, COVID played a role and current gen is holding it back. That's what I really get from it because I know it's done on PC and I know, I'm sure it's solid on, on next gen. It's the current gen, which also kind of scares me because if they're still working bugs out, imagine what bugs might be out right now on the PC and I'm sure it runs smooth, but what bugs look like on the PC and the next gen versions? You know, I haven't pre-ordered the game. I was planning on getting it. I covered it over at E3 2019. We covered it uh, as GI uh, for media at E3 2018. But the delays after delays after delays after delays, and then you have COVID on top of that. It's been really bad for CD Projekt Red. But, you know, I will say this. For their sake, I really do hope that they come correct when this game is released because if this game isn't dang near perfect when it comes out people are going to run cd project red to the ground now i get it cd project red is held at a higher standards because of the witcher 3 understandable you have they cd project red has a lot of fan base that is really devoted to cyberpunk and I'll be the first person to tell you, first and foremost, I'm never against a game being delayed if they're trying to smooth things up. I'd rather things be delayed and run smoothly and work well and play well than be released quickly and released too soon and have thousands of bugs. <clears throat> Square Enix... Because y'all know Marvel's Avengers is fire. As fun as the game is, and we make our own fun. Me and Flock have played. Me and, and the homie JG have played. We played with our Patreon backers. We played some with some of the homies like Hamp. And the game can be fun. I mean, I got my Cap and my Black Widow uh, maxed out. I'm just working on the power level now. I got the levels maxed out. And it can, it can be fun, but it, there's times when it runs like crap. And... I would have wouldn't have mind if Square Enix would have just, you know, delayed the game and said, you know what, we're gonna wait until this next the next gen and we're gonna clear out some bugs. They literally had over a thousand bugs and the game was already out. And then, you know, and if the game was supposed to come out for next gen also, and then it ends up uh being delayed to 2021 for next gen. So current gen could have done that too for Avengers. But going back to Cyberpunk, I'm not I'm not upset at it, you know, I'm disappointed. Not not uh not disappointed i'm a little perturbed about it because you know see personally and this is just my selfish nature that i'm trying to get better with if they would have never delayed it in the first place i would have already been able to play it but as a soon-to-be father within days that game is gonna need a lot of time for me to be able to play and i'm not gonna be able to do it i'll be able to casually play it every now and then but i won't be able to immerse my myself into that atmosphere like that because I gotta be a dad. So, but for everyone else, I'm sure you guys are disappointed. I mean, I'm disappointed. I, I, you know, I'm, as much as, you know, I, I'm glad that they 
uh, delayed it so they can work on it. It's still disappointing. Of course, you still want to see a game. And I, bruh, I just say this. CD Projekt Red, I hope you guys come correct. Because if not, the internet's going to run you down to the ground. Yes, the game went gold. A lot of people say, well, oh, it went gold so it didn't get delayed. No, it should get delayed if there's still issues. Even if it does go gold. I'm not mad at that. But hopefully for CD Projekt Red's sake, I hope they do well with it. I hope Cyberpunk 2077 is dang near perfect. Because if it's not... And there's still a lot of problems. Dog, Twitter's going to be on fire. Especially the gaming industry is going to be on fire. So, that is it is what it is for Cyberpunk. Hopefully, it doesn't get delayed again. Because if it gets delayed again, it's not coming out to 2077. And, you know, there's a lot of yellow on the timeline when that happened. We had to check on our boy Ethos to make sure he was good. Because, man, he can't wait for the game. So, uh, yeah. Okay, you guys. With that being said i've already gone into details about the xbox series x xbox series s uh i wanted to just go into a little bit of comparison real quick since next gen will be released and by the time this podcast um by the time next time for this podcast the games were the games will be released we'll be in next gen so i wanted to go over some comparisons real quick between the xbox series x and the playstation 5 so both of them uh so the xbox series x is a little bit faster as far as the gigahertz are concerned for their cpu um you know both have a ax zen 2 core um but at the x xbox series x it's running at 3.8 gigahertz where uh playstation 5 is running at 3.5 only 0.3 difference but cool um gpu wise xbox is a little bit powerful more powerful it has 12 teraflops compared to uh the playstation 5 at 10.28 teraflops memory both the same gddr6 16 gigs each um memory bandwidth now um you know you got 10 gigs for xbox series x is at 10 gigs uh 10 eh, 10 gigabytes at 560 gigabytes per second 6 gigabytes at 336 gigabytes per second and then playstation 5 is just 448 gigabytes per second both optical drives have a 4k ultra hd blu-ray so if you are into physical blu-rays definitely get your physical blu-rays keep physical alive i mean i'm a person that likes physical copies also so definitely if you if you're looking to get blu-rays get them get the physical one physical ones in that ones in hand i believe will always be better than digitally even though you know i have fiber internet it's better to get it directly off the disc i feel like the quality is always gonna be much better um and then internal storage you're gonna have one terabyte solid state drive where um ps5 is gonna have a custom uh, 825 gig solid state drive and then the expandable storage um for playstation 5 is gonna be nvme uh ssd slot and uh, Xbox Series X is going to be a one terabyte expansion uh, card. So I am getting the PlayStation 5 um, at the time right now, just finance wise. And also, I don't really, as much as I do want an Xbox Series X, I want it because I'm a gamer and because I want to have it in the collection. It just wouldn't be right to have it right now. So, I mean, unless I, you know, somebody from a, you know, a sub or somebody from Twitch and everything like that donates me to get it, I'm not getting it anytime soon. Uh, I got it for you know my PlayStation 5 experience as far as pre-order is concerned as crazy as it sounds Much more successful than Xbox Series X and S and I know it's crazy But me and TBH did this on stream where we were able to pre-order us Xbox I mean uh, PlayStation Sony PlayStation 5s from retailers because it just dropped 
compared to Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S when you had bots able to potentially get a whole bunch of the pre-orders because they were prepared where Sony, even though it was unorganized and just random, I had a better experience. I'm not going to front. And I actually got, when I think about it, because I got some from other people, I got one for myself. I got one to sell and flip. So if you guys are interested, I got an extra, uh, I got an extra um, physical copy, uh, a physical PlayStation 5. If you want to buy it, let me know. I'm going to, of course, elevate the price a little bit. You know, your boy got to get some money a little bit, but I can take care of you. Uh, I got one for myself. I got one to flip. I got one for, um, I got, and I got two for some, uh, some, some people. Yeah, I got two for other people. So I got a total of four. I was able to pre-order. And I, uh, in one of those pre-orders, I got lucky. So we talked about this a few podcasts ago as far as PlayStation 5 is concerned and what Sony was doing to um, to get people to pre-order it. So remember when I talked about it where if you use your PSN, you log in with your PSN and then you uh, hit the pre-order inquiry, um, you potentially could get emailed about being one of the first people to pre-order it through Sony. Now, mind you, this happened already after retailers dropped everything, like at least two to three weeks afterwards. It may have been a month. I'm not exactly sure on a time exactly, but give it about three weeks or so ballpark. But, um, you know, I was like, all right, you know, I'll play my games. I made jokes about it. I was like, dang, so if you don't play your games... And based, it was based off your 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 uh your activity. It said it. It was like, you know, if you don't play your games, do you not get a pre-order? I'm curious. Anybody that's listening to this on your favorite podcast platform or YouTube version, comment in the YouTube version or hit me up on social media. Let me know. Do you not really play your PlayStation games and got access to that pre-order? So the way it worked was, I got an email. It said, "Hey, you have an opportunity to do it." And then they said opportunity because it's first one first first one first uh, come. So um, so pretty much, I got an email. They said at this date, make sure that you checked in, you logged into your Sony and your PlayStation account, and you're ready to pre-order. So I stand, I stood in a virtual line for over an hour, but I was able to secure anything I wanted from the, directly from Sony. Um, I got Sackboy Adventures. I got a DualSense charging station from my wife and I. I got Sackboy Avenger. Uh, uh, I got Sackboy for my wife and I. I got the PS5 digital for the homie. And then that was it. And it was smooth. Oops, hit my mic again. My bad. Knock on wood. So far, everything for the retailers and Sony, everything's been fine. Like I told you guys earlier, I got the DualSense charger. I have it already. Haven't unboxed it. Just gonna leave it alone. I'm, I, you know, I got my Amazon. I got my controller from Amazon. So I don't. Ha- I'm, I'm shocked they didn't ship that out. So I might just be getting that on the same day that I get my PlayStation Five, as well as uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, which I got through through Amazon. I got Sackboy Adventures through uh, PlayStation. So I'm sure I'm gonna get that on a 12 or around that time and then go from there but so far retailers are good that was my experience okay you guys so we're going to be doing something a little bit different i'm going to be giving you guys two separate reviews right now on two separate games 
and I just, you know, I'm going to give you guys my impressions and my, my thoughts on it, what I thought about the game overall. I'm going to give you some pros, I'm going to give you some negatives, and I'm going to give you an overall score in my opinion as far as both games is concerned. So with that being said, let me go ahead and drink some water real quick. Because <sighs> we got something to talk about. So let's go ahead and get Crash out of the way first. So we're going to go ahead and get crash bandicoot and let me just get my notes because like i said you know this is a review and i want to make sure that i have my notes directly in front of me so i had the opportunity to test out crash earlier before it was released i got a review copy of it so um you know shout out to um you know activision for that they they hooked your boy up with uh with a code for crash i streamed it too and i had the opportunity to play it and crash bandicoot came out September 16th. It was originally for the platforms for PS4, Xbox Series X, or excuse me, PS4 and the um, and Xbox. So that came out in current gen right now. Even though I felt like it can be on the Switch, um, it came out, all, it will be coming out for, um, uh, for the next gen also. But for right now, it came out September 16th, 2020. Um, it was developed by Toys for Bob and it was published by Activision. Now, this is going to be a direct, uh, it's going to be in canon with the last Crash Bandicoot, which I had an opportunity to play that. I played all the Crash Bandicoots, actually. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I love Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot is definitely a, a, it's a very frustrating game. It's a great game to stream, but it's very frustrating. And, in my opinion, Crash Bandicoot is not for kids. It's not. It's not. It's very difficult. I'm not even gonna front. Um, the first crash was very stiff, where the fourth crash, as far as movement is concerned, um, movement was okay from a from my perspective. The only time that I feel like movement wasn't as fluid is when you would do a double jump with crash. And I got it on the PS4, so PS4 Pro. So I would hit X uh, twice to do a, a perform a double jump. So there's two play styles in the game and one was retro which what i'm used to is you have a limited amount of lives and when you get that limited amount of lives and you go out that's it you have to restart the whole level if you die that is it now there's a role for casuals when you die you always continue from the last checkpoint so depending with your um how familiar you are or your confidence with crash bandicoot um it depends on what you would choose i chose retro i played the game a lot i know what it is i go around collecting fruit as it is anyway so when you collect 100 fruit then you get a life anyway and i'm you know one thing about crash i will say too it's a lot of content it is it's a lot of content if you're truly trying to go through a hundred percent everything collect all the boxes get all the gems get all the relics from the time for doing a time uh, time uh trial getting all the relics getting every single box everything there's a lot of content also they reward you now and what they do is they do like a um they do like a tier system as far as gym is concerned if you get 40 60 or 80 percent of the fruit boxes and the, the box and the crates that are around then you get awarded a gym and you can get a total of six gems um and those gems can also unlock skins now collecting fruit all the boxes die less than three times and then get a, uh, a hidden gem you can get six gems from that and those gems you can also each map 
you can unlock skins from Coco and Crash. Now, in this game, Crash Bandicoot 4, it's about time. It's taking place after the third one in the series. And now, Neocortex is out and, you know, he's back. Uh, along and you're gonna see a lot of other characters from the past and pretty much um, All the realms are coming together now the one big thing with Crash Bandicoot 4 that I really did enjoy And I thought was really cool Which is a positive is the fact that Crash and Coco had different abilities And what I mean by that is not the regular Ooga Boonga mask that would keep you from being you know um, you know invincible if you get hit once or if you collect two get uh, Then you get invincible or if you collect three then you become invincible for a short period of time Where the first two you can just get hit and you'll be okay So you wouldn't necessarily be invincible you'd be invincible if you collect three for a short period of time So excuse me on that, but these masks give you special abilities there's a mask where you can be able to control gravity and you can be able to double jump in the air and spin continuously when you're super high up in the air and you can get that extra boost there is a mask where you can be able to control time and slow down time for a brief period of time there is a mask where you can be able to make things that are translucent whole and tangible and you can be able to time your jumps and man when you guys get to that last like that towards the last level you're gonna have to use all of those abilities to be able to finish and once again i streamed it it is very is very you're gonna be difficult unless you are just this pro that can just go through crash like nothing you're gonna rage a little bit you're, you're gonna get frustrated, but overall the game is pretty solid. Um, I, I I like a lot of the I like the fact that it has like the skins. I thought that was pretty cool. I like the fact that you can be able to, uh, to switch between Coco and you can switch between Crash. I thought that was awesome. You actually can play as Neo Cortex also, and you have a few other characters you can play in the game, which I thought was pretty dope. Um, I will say though, like I said before, my biggest negative with the game is something I've had you know issues with the game throughout the series especially with the first crash bandicoot is that double jump function and the movement being very stiff at times i think that that movement being very stiff is very unpleasant and it makes for the experience in gaming and platforming especially very unpleasant especially when you're trying to go from one platform to another because i mean this is definitely the ultimate platformer it is but when it does your your movements aren't fluid it throws you off your timings off and it can actually be very frustrating so that would probably be my biggest negative for the game um as far as the levels are concerned i think the yo whoever is the developer yo look you guys over at activision whoever designed those maps you guys are a very diabolical genius because you guys screw with us on purpose whoever you guys have been doing that since the first crash bandicoot those that are familiar with the series and th this game does not shy away from getting you mad pissing you off being annoying it it it's very 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 frustrating at times yet i still did have fun um as far as the story is concerned it was a crash story i it's it's one of those like it's one of those things that you know i feel that it's going to be forgettable it's okay you know if you know about the lore of crash and you're familiar with the series you'll get a lot of you know nostalgia from some of the characters from the past coming back um and you know but other than that 
the story's meh, it's alright. Ain't nothing really much to talk about, to be honest with you. It's meh, it's alright. Um, also, another thing that I would say is a negative for this game, to be completely honest with you, as much as I might have enjoyed this game, I definitely don't think that this game is worth full price. Um, I, I, I definitely think that this game could have been $30. Now, um, when I say $30, I, I, I mean $30. Like, I feel like, get this game when it goes on sale. If you're looking for a platforming to get, if you want something that's, like, has a lot of content, has a lot of things. If you're a try-hard and you like challenges, I would say get this game. But I would say wait to get this game at a lower price. Um, so, bes besides my uh, negatives, uh, which is only the, the, um, the fluidness of the not being fluid as far as your jumping is concerned, um, and the pricing of the game, overall the game is pretty solid. I, I wouldn't um, I wouldn't say it's a fantastic game, but it's a Crash Bandicoot game. I definitely do think that you know it it it, it works. I think it's okay. I think it wasn't bad. Um, I would give the game if I had to give it a number. Um, I would give it a six point five. I'm not saying the game is bad. I'm not. But the reason why I would give it a six point five is for my negatives as far as the jumping and the platforming is concerned when it comes to the double jumps. Um, I mean, you feel better when you, the, the fluid motion of Crash's jump is much better and, and uh, when he has his mask abilities and you can you, it helps you with your jumping. And if you jump once, it's fluid. Or if you slide jump with circle and X or B and A, uh, I believe would be on the Xbox controller, that's fluid. But as far as the double jumping is concerned, it's very, very, very janky. And I feel like that messes up with the pace of the game. Um, and I've died multiple times because of it. And it reminds me a lot of the first crash. And, you know, that's the reason why I give it a 6.5. Because, I mean, it's 2020. I feel like as far as fluid uh, motion is concerned for double jumping, I feel like that shouldn't be an issue. But there is a slight delay when you double jump. Plus, I feel like the pricing of this game is way off. I believe that the game should have been $30. 40s even pushing it but um yeah i yeah it's not a bad game but it's definitely a game that i would say wait to get um once it goes on sale so that's been my review on crash bandicoot 4 um it's about time next we are going to go ahead and also do another review on um watchdogs legion now uh, let me just pull up my notes and I'm gonna grab some water real quick because you know I you know I got a lot to say, especially with this game. Okay, you guys. So first and foremost, let me just go ahead and say this. Shout out to Ubisoft for sending me over a review copy. I I am truly blessed and humbled and just appreciative uh, that our, our our networking uh, with each other have continued to grow and I, I I look forward to doing more things with you guys. So shout out to Ubisoft. Uh, shout out to Neelam. Neelam. Thank you, Neelam. Appreciate you. Um, thank you so much for the review code. But just because I get a review code, just like for the Crash Bandicoot review, just because I get a review code and they gave me a free copy, the Ultimate Edition and everything, I'm going to give my constructive criticism because, you know, my judgment cannot be bought. In so, with that being said, you guys, Watch Dogs Legion. Um, I've been covering it for a while. We all have actually at GI. But, um, you know, I had the opportunity to see more of this game at E3 2019. And, um, you know, I was definitely looking forward to it. Um, you know, Watch Dogs, I've been a fan of the Watch Dogs series since the first one. I didn't necessarily like, 
I, I thought what the first I thought the concept of watchdogs was dope being able to hack in to anything that's connected to the CTOS um, you know in first started in the Chicago area then it moved over to the Bay Area and then now it's in London you know, I thought that concept was dope. And I said, man, Ubisoft got, may have something with this if they continue to make it better. And I do truly believe that they have somewhat progressed in some ways. Some ways they've kind of taken a step back. Um, I didn't, I wasn't really the biggest fan of Aiden Pierce, which is the protagonist in uh, Watch Dogs. Uh, the first watchdogs, but it was like, man, it was okay. And that driving was atrocious. Like, boy, was skating, going everywhere. Then you got watchdogs too, and then you, you know, you got Marcus Holloway, which is a, a black hacker in the Bay Area, which you know that caused controversies because I saw people like, oh man, he's in the Bay. Oh, he's black. He can't be. He can't. He can't be a hacker. I'm like, dog, really? What? But anyways, he got to the Bay Area. The protagonist and DeadSec, you know, awesome, fantastic. I thought they. Ubisoft made a step forward as far as everything's concerned with the hackable abilities. You know, I you know I gave that game a higher score. Now, Watchdog Legion, where the biggest thing is you can recruit anyone, and literally that is what it is. So without because we won't be doing spoilers here, with uh without going into a lot of details, um the first part of um. Of Watchdog Legion is pretty much just it's the you know the tutorial kind of getting you acclimated with the movements, getting you back in the in the gist of things as far as um, hacking is concerned, and we're gonna talk about the combat also. That's actually one of my biggest positives with the game. Um, but you know you get yourself familiar with the movements and all that again. You start off in London and it's really setting you up. You know Dead Sec now has spies. And you know, of course, like DeadSec has grown throughout the that atmosphere, that area. I mean, we started in you know sh Chicago, then we got got over to the Bay. More people knew about DeadSec, and then it went international to London. So now this is setting you up, letting you know that DeadSec is a really big thing, so big that it's international, and you know, it sets up the story and everything. As far as the story is concerned with um, the game, I think you know what? I think that is a positive. I thought it was pretty dope. Um, you know, you get you go through some, the story and you actually get to make some decisions. Uh, which you know, I asked Ethos about. Ethos is the other person in GI that um finished the game. We've had the game for about two weeks now. So you know, with Dorian being here, I said you know I gotta do as much as I can now. And you know, my wife was you know definitely supportive of it. But I talked to Ethos about it. Like, yo, man, what decisions did you make on this part? And I actually thought that was a dope part. So the story was actually pretty good. Now, as far as recruiting anybody, you don't you have you know what I it hit me at the end of the game who the true protagonist is. And in my opinion, it's the voice AI assistant Bagley. Now, Bagley is the voice AI that you hear throughout the entire game. He is your AI sense when you're hacking into things. He has smart alley comments and all of that. Now, the reason why I say that he is the protagonist or the AI is the protagonist is because when you get your operatives, as far as you know, Watch Dogs Legion is concerned, you can recruit anyone, literally anyone. Now, because I got the Ultimate Edition, I got some special operatives, and these operatives, um, you know, they have special skill sets. Um, one what had their fast hacking ability. Another one was guns a blazing type of guy where he goes in, he, he's proficient with shooting, he knows he can fight, 
he can pull up he's with the smoke and then i had another uh special operative that would focus more on hacking and that's one thing i will say that these having these operatives and being able to change them up was so dope is because they're situational depending if you want to go in stealth like or if you want to go in guns a blazing now a reason why i mentioned the guns a blazing because i mean typically in the first the first two watchdogs very stealth like you're not really your last i mean even in this game you know your last resort as DeathSec is to kill that's why there's a lot of non-lethal weapons that you can go throughout the game and be able to upgrade and upgrade the tech and get upgrades and you collect these things called tech points which are throughout london which as you guys know or may not know anytime there's a ubisoft game in this open world boy you gotta go around and get those collectibles it's just ubisoft it's always been like that they always get me call me uh, farmer ace because eieio i'm trying to farm to get op and that is the same thing in watchdogs legion i found myself many of times going around and collecting the tech points so i can be able to upgrade my uh gadgets and you know with you going around and upgrading your gadgets and upgrading you know using your operatives your operatives are interchangeable you can change them anytime you want uh only time that you cannot change your operatives as if you are in a uh restricted area and once you leave that restricted area you can change it unless if you're doing a mission and they say you can't change your operatives now one thing also i would say that watched uh what ubisoft did a really dope job is permadeath yes there is permadeath in this game now of course you can you can recruit any type of operative you want you have to go on a recruiting mission before you can be able to just make that person an operative sometimes you know i would see on the ctos um information about the person oh i've already helped them out so they'll become a dead sec uh member already off rip because i've just you know some like for instance um say an operative a potential operative a recruit has a harasser and you beat up that harasser well because you beat up their harasser they like dead sec even more and then willing to join the crew for the message this whole story pretty much too is the redemption of dead sec um and i don't want to go into details about the story because like i said before this will be a spoiler free review but the fact that you can be able to change operatives and they're interchangeable and the fact that they are um they're situational because based off their skill set i you know everybody's gonna recruit grandma i recruited granny too my grandma was fire she she could not cover she could not uh yeah she cannot cover she cannot run literally when i hit the run button i was using the xbox elite controller i was holding on uh, the trigger button i cannot run she was doing a power rock walk it was the funniest thing ever and we were doing and we were doing that on stream it was hilarious but she had her physical weaknesses when she climbed she took her time she was very slow she was very unathletic and you know she was very old so they reflected on that and i actually appreciate ubisoft on that but her skill set was hacking she can make um she can make drones betray the um the the, the antagonist uh you know the the police force they the uh the kelly clan 
um, anytime you're in enemy territory. So Grandma has skills. She had that hacking ability. Plus she had 6G where the internet was, when she downloads anything or uploads anything, it was quick. Now, I was in a situation where I had a character whose fighting abilities, which was dope, but their hacking abilities was on, the, on this side, and I sat there longer than I had to. And that's one thing I can really appreciate with Ubisoft and what they did for this game is because um, these operatives that you get and recruit are very situational. Even the special operatives that I, I got when I started the game. With the special operatives um, that you get with the Ultimate Edition, you get their clothes, all that too. And that's also another big plus to Ubisoft um, that the customization in this game galore. I mean, there was one character, shout out to Gabriel. RIP Gabriel, because uh, he died uh, and he couldn't come back. Um, you know, uh, he had some clothing that made him look like he should be in Cyberpunk 2077 instead. Um, also, with permadeath, um, if you, like, blackout or whiteout, like they like to say in Pokemon, um, where all your operatives are done, that's it. And that is it. So, I didn't get to that point. I had a few operatives die. And also, when I mentioned to you guys that, you know, in detail what operatives are, you know, are, it's good to recruit people. If you go around and you liberate each borough in the London area and you complete the mission, the liberation mission, you are awarded a special operative. And this special operative has different skill sets. Now, with that being said, as far as situations are concerned if you have certain operatives that can get you released from jail if an operative has been arrested you can have that now at the beginning of the game i selected an operative that was a doctor because if any of my operatives got injured but wasn't dead but was injured that real time um that it takes for the person to be uh no to heal will be quicker Yes, I said real time. So if I had a construction worker that got hurt doing a mission, it would tell me a real in-hour time of one hour or 44 minutes or 40 minutes. And literally through your playthrough, if you have a doctor or anybody in the medical field, they have the ability where your person would actually be healed quicker, which is dope. I had a person that got arrested I got somebody on my squad that will be able to get them released from prison like that. So Ubisoft really puts emphasis on recruiting. I mean, yes, you could go throughout this game without recruiting at all. And if you just did the liberation missions, then you would get a, a new recruit and that's it. Or if you just got the special operatives, which if you didn't get the ultimate edition, you have to purchase the special operatives, then you can purchase the special operatives. Um, yes, there is an option where, like, where you can be able to buy things with your own money. But to be honest with you, is if you play the game, you don't have to spend any of your money at all. You, you, you really don't. Just recruit people. And you can be picky with your recruits. You can pick whoever you want. And you just have to go through a recruitment mission. Once you go through the recruitment mission and you, you know, dot your I's and cross your T's, that is it. Um, the only issue that I had with the game, um, I got the PC version of the game and um, I, in particular, didn't have this happen on to me uh, as far as the game shuts down, um, but I did 
have other people that I know get the PC version of the game and it shut down on them unfortunately um, for the most part I would say um, and you know Ubisoft was very transparent about what was needed for PC specs of an i9 9900k CPU 2080 uh, graphics card 32 gigs of RAM um, and, and all that the only thing that I would say that I you know the optimization seemed to be there I had a few audio issue issues that I had to take care of, but um, I was able to relieve that. It was a driver's issue, it wasn't, and it was just with this game, which is which, uh, which was the unfortunate thing. But I was able to solve it. It wasn't that big of a deal to me. I was able to resolve it. Um, but the only really negatives that I had in the game, um, one, some of the missions were repetitive. Um, you know, you get through the side missions pretty quickly in the game. You get through the uh the you get through the um what is it you get through the liberation missions pretty quickly um but that was really it i felt like some of the missions were repetitive but that's a that's a lot of open world ubisoft games um but i didn't really have anything that stand for i mean okay look another negative that i have to say and this is a negative that i always seem to always have with ubisoft games is their ai they are stupid I'm just gonna be honest with you. I literally took out somebody in front of an AI and they acted like they didn't see anything. I changed, I, I made one of the enemies distracted by looking at their phone. I literally took down their partner in front of them and he didn't react and she didn't react. And that's the biggest thing that I have with L with Ubisoft's AI. When in doubt, just run away. It's literally just a running joke at this point. If you are familiar with Ubisoft's AI as far as the Assassin's Creed series is concerned, and if you're familiar with the Ubisoft, uh, I mean the uh, Watchdog series, the AI is the same. I feel like the AI has never been able to improve. It's all, like I said before, and me and the homie TBH have said this to directly to the developers at Ubisoft when we were testing, um, you know, uh, when we were testing uh, Assassin's Creed Origin before uh, it no it was it was origins and odyssey before it came out and we said y'all ai never changes if you played if you played one ubisoft game you know how the ai is the ai is stupid it, it, it just is i want to see it improve because i feel like it makes the game so much easier knowing the fact that the ai is just dumb it really is like like i said i'm able to take down opponents right in front of the people and it doesn't react now, with that being said, there are all that was really my biggest negative besides the repetitiveness, which you know you're gonna get that with open world Ubisoft games, and the AI being really, 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 really stupid. Um, everything else was pretty solid. I really enjoyed my game. I played the game and beat the game in 31 hours. Now I could have beat it sooner, but because um at the time I had early access, I was streaming the game, so I couldn't show any main story missions. We were doing all the side missions. So I went through and got all the um, liberation missions. The entire area of London has been liberated because I did that. I wanted to get all the special operatives. I think the special operatives are pretty dope. I mean, you even had a, um, uh, a futuristic beekeeper that had bees, um, bee bots that would go directly to the enemies. It almost, it almost reminded me of the silliness in Saints Row, but it's a little bit of it. I would not call this gameplay Saints Row type at all. It's a little silliness like Saints Row um, as far as some of the operatives are concerned. But other than that, that would be it. 
um but also the like i said the operatives were awesome uh permadeath the fact that they had that i think was dope um yo the combat shout out to everybody that pulled up to the bare knuckle league look the bare knuckle league is throughout the entire london area and i think there's five areas where you can go and you actually can recruit these people after you beat them and it's a fighting you know this is ubisoft's way and they're not slick we know about it this is ubisoft ubisoft's way of showing off the combat now that is one of the biggest positives i would say in this game as far as melee is concerned i, I felt like the melee in the first uh game was like abysmal you really didn't even have it second one was okay like i remember marcus having like that device where it was like honestly it was like a string with two balls on it for real and i'm grow up but that's what I, I remember what it was non-lethal and everything but in a sadness and look at me about to say assassin's creed wrong ubisoft game um with watchdogs legion the combat in this game is for real and certain special operatives are with the smoke so if you're tired of going through and getting just doing everything stealth like doing things from your car hacking into the into each of the areas even though you can work use that alongside of the combat and you just ready for the smoke get you an operative that can fight and i promise you you will truly enjoy it now you can still be stealth like but man those takedowns shout out to you ubisoft i thoroughly enjoyed those takedowns yes i still utilize the ability to be able to hack into anything and spider bot spider bot anywhere spider bot goes is op when you fully upgrade that spider bot and you go around and you take down a whole base while you're still in the car and dog the spider bot is so op you can do takedowns you can provide ar cloaking where you can be for a temporary amount of time be cloaked and nobody can see you you can take down enemies throughout the entire base you can run fast like sonic by holding the art uh the the trigger controller uh part of the controller you can do a double jump if you fully upgrade it man that super op but going back to the combat the combat was but pleasantly just it was it was pleasant i i enjoy it and yes there were some operatives that cannot fight work whatsoever if you would sneak up to them they would just jump on somebody's back and like choke them out and like the animations and all that is dope and to be honest with you i, I i'm very surprised about ubisoft for that because i was like man like they really stepped it up because for most of the game they they they, they put emphasis on you to use the hacking technology and use that abilities your, your different hacking abilities, hack into the cameras, download the keys, and all of that. But this time around, they truly did it differently. And they said, look, I know you guys are tired of stealth light. You ready for the smoke? Get that operative that's ready to fight. And, you know, they show it off during the bare knuckle league. Now, the countering system is pretty easy. It's, it's a sound cue. So if, if you hear the sound, just dodge and you counter it. It's, it's fantastic. If you hit the Y, the, the Y or the triangle button, you can grab uh, an enemy and do like a dope move. The animation for the, the fighting was pretty dope. Now, be mindful. This is for operatives that can fight. Like grandma, grandma couldn't fight. But you know what grandma did have? Grandma had her taser and she had gadgets that made her OP. It was fantastic. I loved it. 
love every bit of it but without going into further detail because a lot of the games like i can continue this review on it but you know i want to wrap this up overall watch dogs legion if i had to give it a score i would give it an eight i would truly give it an eight because i from my own personal experience i felt like it was a fantastic experience you know i didn't you didn't get used i mean when you get your favorite operatives you stick with your favorite operatives you know what they're good at you know what they're bad at you can maybe switch out the different operatives for a situational type of thing you are still able to go through the game and unlock a lot of these operatives too plus there were special operatives that come up periodically throughout the game that may expire within the hour real time that I thought was fantastic and I actually liked the fact that it was recruit anyone and the story wasn't bad I didn't think it was a bad story at all and I was just like at the end I at the end of the story I found out uh you know at the end this like I said before I found out who the true protagonist of the story was because I thought I thought that you weren't gonna really have a protagonist with you repeating uh with you um you know with you uh uh, with you recruiting everybody, but I was, it, and this, this is not a spoiler or anything like that. The AI assistant Bagley is definitely my protagonist for the for, for the game for sure. But overall, the story was pretty dope. I had no problem with the story. I liked the side missions, even though some of them were repetitive. Um, you know, I, you know, another thing too, I got to give to Ubisoft is the fact that I did not see one operative the same. I did not see one uh, person in the streets of uh, of London the same. Not with the same skill set and everything. Everything was unique. Everything was different. You had the deep profiler. You had dope upgrades. You had dope gadgets and everything. So I give this game a solid eight. And that has been my review of Watch Dogs Legion. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, all right. All right, you guys. So I've been talking a lot and I am going to go ahead and just briefly talk about fitness and then we're going to go ahead and end the podcast. So you guys, I have been very active as far as uh, using my cross rope jump ropes, which uh, I uh, utilize that even with things getting colder here in Vegas. Um, I incorporate that with my workouts where I'm lifting. I lifted this weekend. I mean, this, this week, I'm going to be going running tomorrow if everything's okay with my wife. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and do that and I'm going to still, you know, be active running wise. Um, as far as what I've been doing, just still my dumbbells, been working out in my backyard, been focusing on full body. Um, you know, I've been doing my Pilates, I've been doing my running and I've been incorporating my cross rope, jump rope. Uh, I'm not going to answer any fitness questions today, but I will do uh, some fitness questions on the next podcast if I can. Um, and you know, I've been just staying at it making sure that I my eating habits don't uh, dwindle with my son being born soon and me and my wife being first-time parents. Uh, my wife has actually been uh, doing some you know meal prepping herself and we've been uh, freezing things so we can already have it so when our son's born we can just literally thaw it out and, and heat it up and we good to go. Um, you know meal prepping is definitely a good thing and I definitely suggest it. Um, you know I've been focusing on making sure I'm good mentally as also as well as physically too. I mean, going through a lot of things um, in the background that I'll be a little bit more open with once things kind of kind of uh, chill out. But right now, I just kind of don't want to talk about it. But, I'm, you know, there's a lot of things going on in the background, so I'm trying to make sure physically and mentally I'm okay. I'm using fitness as my outlet. My fitness makes me feel like most myself. I feel like I'm 
the most frank I can be um, when I'm gaming or when I'm doing fitness related things. And I'm making sure to do my chest, my back, my legs, my abs, working on my core, doing my jump ropes, making sure that I'm working on my breathing because I am asthmatic. And even though I haven't really had asthmatic problems in a few years, knock on wood, um, I still want to train myself for that. And I'm going to be honest with y'all, I'm trying to fight that dad body. But y'all already know, if you don't know, abs are made in the kitchen. It's about what you put in your body. I, you know, you do the hard part by doing the fitness related stuff. You know, you, you, you're doing the hard part already by getting the schedule down, being active, making sure that you're still doing stuff when it comes to fitness. But if you're doing that, all you gotta do is just get your diet. Now, of course, you know, that's hard for some people. It was hard for me too. But once you get diligent, once you get motivated, um, and once you see that, and once you start being consistent, you good and you good to go. But that's all, that's gonna be it for the fitness segment of it. I, like I said before, I apologize, you guys, but I went really deep into those two reviews. Plus, uh, I think you know, I think it, I think it, I think it's time for us to wrap it up. Now, I'm, I'll definitely be talking to you guys about my fitness journey and fitness related and, and health related things as far as you know, looking for low carb things because I'm still doing a low carb, low sugar, um, you know, lifestyle change. And I'll definitely be talking about that and how it coincides with being a first time father. Um, because I think that plays a role because, you know, it's going to be harder for me to cook at times and everything like that. Cause I got a crying baby and I, my wife can't always be the one to take care of him. I got to take care of him too. So I look forward to telling you guys more about that experience. In the next podcast, cause the next podcast, I should be a father. <laughs> so with that being said, you guys, I appreciate you guys for coming through. Thank you guys for listening to me on your favorite podcast platform. Shout out to you guys on YouTube for watching the video format. And even though your boy changed, everything's a-okay. Uh, I truly do appreciate you guys for this the continued support. I, I, I really do thank you, and I'm really humbled. I'm Thank you guys so much. Uh, thank you to Ubisoft again and Activision providing review codes for, um, for Watch Dogs Legion and Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. Shout out to Gamer Subs for you know believing in me, believing in the GamerFlex movement, and believing what we do here at GamerFlex. I'm truly humbled and blessed and happy for the opportunity. Hope you guys enjoyed the reviews. I'll be doing more of that. I'll be cutting them up and putting them on IG and then putting like you know clips on Twitter and everything like that. Um, I also uh, will be doing more things with Gamer Subs, so you guys will see more of that. Make sure to use code uh, ACE for 10% off your purchase. If you want free shipping and free stuff, go use uh, code ACE free right now and get you some free samples, and you can get the shipping for free right now and to celebrate the partnership between uh, Gamer Subs and I. So I really do appreciate you guys. Thank you guys so much for everything. You guys stay blessed, work hard, play even harder. I will see you guys later.